Alrighty guys, welcome to another episode of Eldritch Tea, a variety podcast where we talk about a variety of things. Um, this week we're going to be talking about the gallows. Um, with me I have Mouse and Rignock. And What's up everybody? Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Um, but this this topic came up to me. Uh, throughout the week as like okay so originally uh, it came up because in my D&D game that I'm playing uh, one of the things that happened was uh, that a code name for something was the gallows and then I was listening to a podcast and they mentioned they were talking about the um uh, What's it called? The uh, Blair Witch or something? Uh, and they just mentioned the word gallows, the gallows, and the, they went to the gallows and all this stuff. And it just kept coming up. And so I just figured, you know what, let's let's uh, get together with the guys and talk a little bit about what it means to have capital uh, executions. You know, these... Um, these things have been around for a long time, and it's just a part of our history, a part of uh, human history, a part of just it, it's changed so much. Some of the, some of the stories that I mean we'll hear today, I'm sure, uh, are gruesome. Some some capital punishments are just outrageous and honestly like super inhumane. But even with the ones that we see as humane today because we've quote-unquote come a long way you would be surprised to see that uh, they also tend to have a sense of um, just uh, it has its own kind of fear factor to it its own kind of um, unhumane aspect and so you guys have anything to, to add to that oh I mean the brutality of mankind is uh, unimaginable, to say the least. And I weirdly am excited to talk about this topic. Um, being a lawyer, I mean, thankfully in my work, I never end up dealing with death penalty cases. But it is still something that is widely discussed and debated within the legal community as to whether it should be a thing. And if so, what the proper method is. Um, and I just love how, for lack of a better word, creatively brutal people were in the past. Yeah, they, they did not spare any uh, creativity with, with some of these punishments. Yep. Because you know, some of these... re researching it, you know, we, we found your your run-of-the-mill, like, oh yeah, I guess that's a way you could kill someone. Yeah. And then there are other examples of just, whatever he was smoking that day, I, I want some. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. I don't know if that's the, the greatest advertisement for uh, smoking, especially if we're trying to <laughs> <Right>. legalize it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> let's, let's not do this. It's like it, it made them extremely violent. Let's uh, let me have some of that. <laughs> no, hey, but... sometimes you just want to, you know, 
let the violence in. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. FBI agents listening to this, I am kidding. Please do not put me on any watch lists. I'm pretty sure just researching these things and the fact that, you know, we talk about these sorts of things in general on podcasts and, or it, just look them up on Google here and there. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're already on some sort of watch list. Did See, you, I just did, look at it this way. <laughs> hey, Mr. FBI Agent Steve, I'm here again. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you were Come saying, hang out with us. Yeah, you were saying yours was Steve. I'm pretty sure mine is like Greg. Like, I feel like <laughs> mine is, is more of a Greg type. And Greg, you know, he gets me. He understands. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so let's, let's just get into it. Um... The first death sentence historically recorded in the 16th century BC was in Egypt, where the wrongdoer, a member of nobility, was accused of magic and ordered to take his own life. During this period, non-nobility was usually killed with an axe. I found that that little just factoid interesting, just the fact that... Um, it goes back to even like the 16th century BC and probably even before then. This is just the first recorded instance of it. And uh, I also find it interesting that it has to do with some of the things that just kept like reoccurring. Magic users, things of, you know. Um, we even hear about the death penalty being used for witchcraft in the United States yeah. in you know, mm -hmm. the 18th and 19th centuries. Yeah, it, it's a, it, it seems to have, like, its own, uh, I guess, spot on, on the list, right? Ma being, being accused of uh, being a magic user of some sort. Um, but that, that was one of the first uh, recorded instances. We also have, you know, throughout the centuries, uh, we've had other sorts of um, punishments... I mean, obviously we have the hang, hanging has always been around. We've had, um, you know, crucifixions even... and all that stuff. But we'll get, we could get into what those really entail. Because the, I, I believe from people listening and just in, in general, we know of some of these. We've even seen them in our lifetime. Uh, it's, you know, I, I remember clearly... Um, Saddam Hussein being hanged on TV like that happened yep. in my lifetime. I yep, you know that's that's something that I can clearly remember as a oh hey, that's a core memory. <laughs> <You know? laughs> core memory unlocked for real. Like it, it's uh, it's still being used. Um, but it's just interesting to see uh, the evolution of. The corporal punishments, the, the, these, uh, as they continue on through, through the ages, they were also in China, there were the five punishments for slaves, uh, and those, those were kind of interesting to me when I was uh, researching this because they, you know, uh, China's a, a weird one for me because I, I never felt like I got enough history uh, from China. Like, I, I never learned enough about the Chinese culture and, you know, what it, what it all entailed, especially since China's so old, dude. 
You think about like a four thousand or or plus uh, dynasty. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 an older uh, civilization. So you think, you know, you, you, I can't even fathom everything that it's already been through. Yeah, I think yeah. in a in a weird way, I think that and this is getting off topic, but I think it it has a little bit to do with the fact that Chinese culture is harder to glorify and romanticize in media. Yeah, like in, you know, we everybody society knows too. Yeah. Like, everyone knows plenty about the samurai and things like that in feudal Japan, yep. because how many video games have we seen where you can play a samurai? How many right. movies have we seen about feudal Japan, you know? Yep. Outside of kung fu movies, mm -hmm. there's not a lot that talks about China. Yeah. You know, even now in Japan, you have things like Godzilla, which focus on developed and, you know city style japan you yeah. have things like that you you really don't have anything like that that deals with the chinese society yeah it, it's strange to me i i like like i said i just don't feel like i know enough i'd love to know more and we can always you know research more and and find these things out but these were just five of the punishment in the uh dynastic china uh, so the first one was face tattoos with permanent ink. Uh, that's just like an ostracized type of, of thing that they would do. But then it kind of like jumps up. You would get your nose cut off without anesthetic. Uh, you would get uh, a removal of foot or feet. So yeah. you, from the kneecap without anesthetic. So that one, that one's a little strange because at that point you you start you know all your livelihood being, is completely yeah dead. you're being you brutal know? yeah and but you know it also continues down so the, the those are the first three then uh, you get removal of reductive organs without anesthetic um, yep. and then Just of course off. at this point then you get to uh, death uh, the death penalty including quartering which was um removing limbs you know yep. uh hand your hands your arms your uh legs and your head you were just get quartered um uh, cutting into four pieces decapitation uh you would get drawn out by chariots uh, yeah, drawn. That's drawn and quartered there. Unless yeah. you're just talking about being dragged to death, because they did that too. Yep, they they also did that. Uh, strangulation, asphyxiation, and and then the the one that that I believe that I've heard. Now that I, this one I've actually heard, death by a thousand cuts. So slicing. Yeah, so I I have my uh, page open to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it it was it's. Called in Chinese Ling Chi, L-I-N-G-C-H-I. Mm -hmm. it, so it, it's colloquially referred to as death by a thousand cuts, but it was actually more likely only somewhere around two to three dozen cuts before the person would pass out and die. Yeah. yeah. It would be initially a torture process, so small cuts meant to inflict pain. But then eventually, yeah, the removal of body parts, 
Um, and then usually would end with you being decapitated or something to that effect. Um, it was generally reserved for treason, mass murder, a slave who murdered their master, or the murder of your parents. Wow. Okay. Right. Um, are the things that generally it was kind of saved for. And actually, and this was a common theme that I found in a lot of these, uh, in a lot of my research, is the reason the body would be dismembered. Uh, because even, like, sometimes people would be, quote, sentenced to this for lesser crimes. But usually the first cut would be their throat. That way they could die, and then the body would still be dismembered. And apparently the thought of that was that you couldn't transfer to the afterlife if you weren't whole. Wow. Okay. Oh. That's... And a lot of these, same hmm. with the quartering. Quartering was usually so that it would make your passage into the afterlife more difficult. Hmm. Or your resurrection more difficult. Or your reincarnation more difficult. Wow. Or something like that. It was meant to punish you not just in current life, but in your afterlife as well. That's interesting because, uh, I mean, that, that's a belief of, of a lot of religions, right? You look at, like, uh, what, the, the Norse believed that when it came to Valhalla, that they, you know, the scars they bore in battle or the scars they, they have in Valhalla. And, yeah. you know, other religions have similar, I mean, uh, uh, am I right or... No, uh, definitely in Norse. I know that's a thing. Yeah, I you know, know, if you lost an eye in battle, you wouldn't regain that eye in Valhalla because the belief there was that it was those ailments, it was those scars that make you a prized warrior. Right. And if you remove those things, you remove what makes you a prized warrior. Right. Yeah, so, you know, you start looking at things like that where you know mutilation of a, a corpse is kind of kind of out there as well where it come, it, it kind of gets into the, the realm of messing with somebody's beliefs on top of um, just the the death themselves so this public humiliation and this public like hey if you do this this is what you're gonna what's gonna happen to you and you're gonna be displayed in front of everybody it was believed to to be done in in the for for the cause of like a deterrent, but it never showed any evidence of deterring any of the actual uh, crimes. In fact, what they what they were saying, and a lot of the research that I did was that a lot of the times when they've had these brutal executions and um stuff like that crime would rise um it would actually make the society itself a little more uh cold-hearted or more like susceptible to violence um kind of like the opposite of what they were going for um another you know and then you mentioned their decapitating uh and then and then doing the rest, the the you know the quartering and everything like that. I also read that crucifixion is still being used. It's it's not illegal to this day, and I found that that to be wild 
because some some uh, areas and I want to say like I'll um but it's the same idea it's they they look up or they they decapitate the person first and then they, they display them in the uh in the crucifix which I thought was super interesting um because it's it's not the same as the crucifixions of Roman times where the the actual person being up there screaming for days at a time sometimes weeks at a time uh was was the uh i don't know if it went for weeks at a time I, I, I'd, I'd like to like uh take that back for a second it takes back seats i want to say days at a time, time i don't think with yeah that sounds about it, right it lasted for weeks but it would be a display of of people struggling um and dying kind of on a hill usually and it's it's pretty brutal but now it's more of like a show of power like hey don't do it cuz look you're going to look at what yep. happened to these people and you kind of mentioned it with something but also another thing that i kind of found like you're saying with a deterrent, is a lot of these have a display element to them. Yeah. Like, even, uh, you know, the most common form in England was being uh, hanged, drawn, and quartered. Right. And even after then, you would be decapitated, and your head and other body parts would be displayed around the city of London. Yeah. One of those as a way of, but not only that, it was a spectator thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a form of entertainment because, and it, and it was also you know it was a form of entertainment because people had nothing better to do then, um, but it was also a form of deterrent because people saw what happened if you messed around. Yeah, I mean, you say it was because they didn't have anything to do then, but I believe that if public executions happened the way they did back then, people would still tune in to watch. It's oh, yeah. more of the the shock factor that really gets people to, to look. It's like, you know, look, try not to look at a train wreck, you know? You're, yeah, you're, that morbid curiosity. Yeah, it's a morbid curiosity uh, that really gets people to see those kind of the things. <clears throat> uh one of the, uh, you know, we mentioned the spectacle. One of the ones that that was that stuck out to me as well was impaling. Did you guys look into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, he was famous for it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the the act of impaling is to force, usually a um, a pointed. I, I want to say a wooden uh, stake up of uh, the 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 person's at, at well I don't know how to how to gently put well, this you know to to basically skewer these the, these people through the anus and hang them up and let gravity kind of yep. drag them down at, or impale them fully. Um, and the, the, the thing that got me, too, is that for some, I want to say Vlad, like, not to have him to be sharp. He, he wanted blunt objects to be shoved or blunt, uh, I don't even want, know what to call them, just sticks. What, what are they? Yeah. 
<laughs> but I mean, that's, that's all they were. Yeah, they're just sticks, but like, they're they're largest and they and set those up because if they were blunt, it would take longer to to do. And the thing about it is they would set these people up, they would be screaming, yelling, all this stuff, but the, the thing that really was, I, and it kind of paints a really awful picture, because the the impalement would go all the way through and come out through their throat, um, but over time it would go all the way down to the floor, so you would see these people impaled on the floor with this stick growing all the way through them um and they would just decay that way and they would be left Mm -hmm. uh as a as a show as well it was it was brutal and one of the interesting things i found while researching it is i i always kind of assumed it was the okay we'll pick you up put you on top of the spike and you'll slide down Uh uh-huh that's not the case. Okay. Well, they would they would hog tie you, take a razor and make a slit large enough for the insertion of the stake, oh my God. and then hammer it in a certain amount. Oh shoot! I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's brutal. My God. So it, if you want, I found a passage here discussing it. Yeah, no, go ahead, please. It is it is graphic. Yeah, I mean, this whole episode is graphic. It's so, very, trigger already... warning, I'm about to read something very graphic. Yes. They would lay the offender upon his belly with his hands tied behind his back. They then slit up his fundament with a razor and throw into it a handful of paste they have in readiness, which immediately stops the blood flow. After that, they thrust up into his body a very long stake as thick as a man's arm, sharp at the point and tapered, which they grease, then drive in with a mallet till it comes out at his breast, head, or shoulders. Then they lift him up, plant the stake very straight in the ground, and leave them exposed for a day or so. One day I saw a man upon the pole, who was sentenced to continue so for three hours alive, and that he might not die too soon, the stake was not thrust up far enough to come out of any part of his body. Um, there's no rest or anything to hinder the weight of his body, making uh, him sink down upon it. Yep. Um, and then it just goes into describing, like, you know, oh, look at how bad it looked like it hurt. But they they would literally hogtie you, take a mallet and drive it up into you. And then there's other things. There was a whole section about survival time. There were places that specifically tried to perfect making you suffer. Right, of course. Oh, absolutely. It would become almost a pride thing how long you could make someone survive up there. The recorded record being over eight days. Eight days? Eight days Dude. that someone sat up there. Or they, they probably died of dehydration out of anything. Or were they yeah. like... That's they were alive for over eight days. Probably died of exposure, yeah. Yeah. Man, that is crazy, dude. I mean, what, you, you it... mentioned... Oh, no, go ahead. 
I was going to say, he. it says he killed 80,000 people, 20,000 of which were impaled like that. 20,000. Are you talking about, Vlad? talking about Vlad? Vlad, Vlad specifically. 20,000. Killed 20,000 people by impaling them. That's, that's, that's crazy, dude. And you mentioned, like, how some of these torture techniques pride themselves in uh, not killing instantly. There was a one technique called flailing, which... Uh, was removing this, you know, uh, Game of Thrones style, removing the the skin off of somebody until they they die, right? Well, yeah, flaying. Yeah, flaying. Flaying, um, yeah. And uh, basically, the uh, the it became kind of sport sport like because most people within hours would bleed out and just die uh, of you know, pure shock and all this stuff, you know, but there are some accounts of people being flayed, uh, for up to like seven days. Uh, Mm -hmm. they would, they would kind of, um, calm the bleeding and, um, do their best to keep these people alive as long as possible while taking their entire skin off. Uh, off of their body uh there was different techniques that involved like playing from the head down uh face first um or going from the feet up um you know depending on who was doing it and stuff like that but uh, i don't know personally (laughs) i think like they obviously they all suck but I would want it to to be over within hours, dude. I wouldn't want to live being flayed. Like, imagine watching your your own skin being uh, ripped off of you, and this person, you know, you 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 obviously you're you're dying for some sort of punishment. But sometimes it, it wasn't even <laughs> the crimes didn't didn't justify uh, the death penalty like that. Well, but, uh, one of the one of the terrifying things for with flaying is that quite frequently, like the skin would be kept as a trophy or yeah. used for other things. Yeah. Like, listen, if I die, don't be using my skin for shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't make things out of me. No. Like, no. I mean, and that's more common than than we think. You know, you think that whenever oh, yeah. whenever somebody's using somebody else's body parts as a a display of power or something like that, it, it's uh, it's used more often than not. Um, so specifically about that, in 1303, the treasury of the Web uh, Westminster Abbey was robbed by three people. Um, or no, I'm sorry. It was one person. They flayed their skin off and put different pieces on three different doors to deter robbers. Wait, who flayed their their skin off? The the soldiers of King Edward the first. They flayed their own skin off. No, no, no. no. To so. Oh, somebody the the skin they of, the robber of the robber, oh, okay. and it doesn't say the robber's name. Damn. Um, they flayed his skin 
and put it on three different doors to go, nope, don't do it. Well, like, I know uh, there's stories of, you know, before there was gunpowder and, you know, the, the modern weapon, whenever you would go into battle, one of the techniques to, to kind of, like, frighten your, your adversary was to take some of their intestines or some of their limbs and stuff like that and display them on you as you continue your attack. And I was, yep. I was that, I mean, obviously it's a uh, horrendous, but it, it does, it, it's, it's been a part of history, like for, for a long, long time. Uh, you gotta intimidate the enemy. Yeah. Uh, what about the brazen bull? That is by far one of my favorites. Um, ancient Greece. Yeah. Uh, this man was commissioned to build a new torture device. Yeah. I'm getting it pulled up now. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it has a few names. Brazen Bull, Bronze Bull, Sicilian Bull, Bull of Phalaris. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, and the idea was it was a large bronze. I'm pretty sure it was bronze. Bull. Mm-hmm. That had a door on one side. And that's where you put the person to be tortured um it had one single mouthpiece inside well the uh it it had the uh the inside workings were were made in such a way for when the screaming did happen it would make a bull sound yep so they would lock you inside this bull and light a fire underneath and it's bronze so you're gonna feel it yeah and that was your they and, and it was they didn't have to encourage you to breathe from that apparatus, but you did because it was cool air while you were burning. Yeah, it was it was a slow burn, kind of like a mm-hmm. because the the fire wouldn't wouldn't uh, burn, but it would heat. It it become super heated on the inside. Uh, yeah, but it so was more of a getting cooked. Yeah, like. you're yep. getting slow cooked, basically. Um, and yeah, it would uh, as the screams would go out, you would make this this bull sound. The uh, the fun fun little tidbit is <laughs> the creator of the bull was the first victim. Yep. Yeah, as he created, he saw that it was uh, horrific I mean... and all this stuff, and he was the first one to go in there. Um, and then it was also, uh, alleged that the person that had the bull made, Phalaris, uh, was yep. also met his own end in the bronze, uh, bull as well. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what happens when you deal with a tyrant, though. You don't know if their mood's gonna swing, and the next thing you know, you're the first victim. Yeah, dude, that... <laughs> Could you imagine, you know, like the thoughts going through that person's head as he's that's happening to him? Well, you know, and I mean, especially like, he's trying I knew to I should have built an escape hatch. <laughs> yeah, but like especially because it was the, the designed to be so brutal. Like I can't imagine what being cooked feels like. But I gotta imagine a slow cook is just miserable from beginning until you die. Yeah, I mean that's. Um, a, What's that? Oh, and I was going to say, like, 
he invented it to be as painful as possible. And then, of course, he's the first one in it. Yeah. Like, it's just... I mean, I guess that's the the bit of good news behind that. And the the tyrant met his end in it as well, so... Mm -hmm. I, I hope that's true. I don't. It's alleged, so it's there's yeah. no confirmation on whether it did or didn't happen. But I like that uh, that happy ending almost in that. I uh, do too. <laughs> it's a feel good, feel good in the sea of uh, feel good torture of horror. <laughs> um, <laughs> another another form kind of going along with the theme of uh, cooking is. Uh, being boiled in in, uh, in water, like being dunked into a, a pot of water, uh, boiling water. Uh, sometimes it would be uh, not just water, uh, oil, and stuff like that. Do you guys know any of the, anything about those? Or so obviously found some examples of that, but during my research for that, I found the step further um i'm just gonna mention it just kind of king uh henry the eighth was famous for boiling people he his estimated boilings was seventy two thousand. and then he would uh yeah he'd just boil these people alive um Sometimes uh, what they people would do is they would either because there's different methods of boiling people. Uh, they would either have them in the pot of water as they started the fire and then beca- uh, again boiling them that way. Other times they would boil the water and then they would dunk them in yep. and and boil them that way. And then there's others where they would repeatedly take them in and out of the water so that would be the worst that's the worst (laughs) so that's uh i mean it kind of escalated right um and like i said there's all it wouldn't just be water they would do oil tar uh different different methods i saw wax at one point i came across a couple depictions of metal oh there was okay yeah i heard boiling lead I did see that. Yep. Which that step further I was talking about. I know where you're going with this because it's a good step further. In ancient Israel, Mosaic law prescribed this death that I'm going to describe for two crimes, incest and adultery with the married daughter of a member of the priesthood. A rope would be tied around your neck until you began to suffocate and would gasp for air. And when you went to gasp for air, molten lead would be poured down your throat. Yup. Yeah. And it's... What the fuck, people? And it's death by molten metal is what it's <laughs> yeah. called. Death by what molten the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that, that one's I mean... particularly... Well, that one's super brutal. Um... Who, I want to know who sat down and went, Hey, hey. Death by hanging, too good for this guy. Yeah. What we're going to do, we're going to make him think he's suffocating. And then, when he least expect it, red hot Pop metal him. down his throat. Dude, could yeah. you, like, the the, uh, the instances before that, because you know it's coming, right? Like, obviously, you know it's coming. 
So you're trying, oh, yeah. you're trying your best not to open your mouth, but you're suffocating. You're literally you're, trying yeah, to you're... gasp for air. And yeah, the, longer, the longer you try to hold out, the bigger your gasp is. Yep. And so as soon as you gasp for air, molten hot uh, lead, which is that lead poisoning? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't I, think you think that you far. Have to, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you'll live for that long. <laughs> I. I don't know. Like, I, I guess. Like at that point, do you just die from the shock? Do you die yeah. from? Well, yeah. That's what I would assume, right? That, or does it solidify in your throat and you suffocate, suffocate anyways? You know. I, no, uh, it it would burn the insides. You would you would die from pure shock. If you didn't die from the shock, you would pass out from the pain. Yeah, yeah, it's it's brutal. Uh, but like I, I would love to be a fly on the wall in the room where this was first proposed. Because <laughs> like, imagine if that doesn't go over well. You're sitting with people, you know, Joe. You're the, you're the president, and you're like, all right, rig mouse. I need you guys to come up with new and innovative execution techniques. Rig comes in, and he's like, "Yeah, what if we, what if we cut him into pieces?" Yeah, I like that. And I come in, and I'm like, "What if?" Hear me, like, out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> what if we choke him a little? Oh, I get it. So like, you want to hang? No, 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 no. What if we choke him a little bit, and then we dump liquid hot metal down their throat? Now, yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel you. And, and the thing, the thing that gets me the, you know, out of the, this whole thing is the two instances is incest, which obviously bad. Yeah. But the other one, adultery with a, uh, priest. It's the married daughter yeah, the, of a member of the priesthood. Yeah. I, I feel like there's some, some, some definite, definite pushes from the uh, priesthood to be like, you know what? Also, this, I'm sorry. Was that one. was that happening enough that you needed to make a specific punishment for it? Yeah, like <laughs> was this just a problem where people going, "Ah, man, you know, I really I need to get me some ooh, married daughter of a priest." Yeah, That'll P work. Those PK kids are always the uh <laughs> the wildest. <laughs> Yeah, uh, PKs see, now, for, for people that I know, pastor kids, yeah, PKs. Now, um, just to throw an opposite into that note, sometimes it's bad to be royalty. And I'm not talking about, you know, like guillotines and stuff like that. Um, Genghis Khan's uh, blood brother, so not, not literal brother, um, Genghis Khan had him executed because he just kept launching rebellions and it just got to the point where it was like you had he had to kill him right and according to mongolian customs because this guy was also of a royal descent so they both had royal blood uh you have to give him what's called a bloodless death oh and so they built uh a small and i mean very small structure and then they took him and made it where he couldn't move, and they bent him over the structure backwards until his back broke. 
and that's how they killed him. And who the hell knows how long it'd take to die from your back being broken like that? Yeah. Yeah, that's... And how did they know he wasn't going to bleed? What if he accidentally bled? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I mean, like, it wasn't like a beheading bleed. You know what I mean? Okay. It wasn't like they cut him open and killed him. Like, I think that's the main thing. But it's called a bloodless death, and they have all different ways. They 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 just lump a bunch of shit in that bloodless death category. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I, I hadn't heard of that one. That's that's interesting to me. Uh, I I had to look a lot to even find that story again. I mean, I know I know royalty always always uh ends up getting getting killed too. You know, there's a you know Marie Antoinette, I believe. Oh she, yeah, she was beheaded. Um, and then let's see who else. Well, like so, the thing with beheading is I I've always thought of it as the kind of quick, painless, humane method. <laughs> who who was it earlier who was saying something about the head can remain alive for a period of time? Joe and I were both talking about that. Yeah, we, um, we didn't actually talk about it on the podcast. No, not on the podcast. Like... So it's good to yeah. go into it. Like, so know. first of all. I, you got to purpose that with when the guillotine came out, the idea behind it was this is supposed to be a more humane way to kill people because you didn't have an exec a bad executioner have to take multiple swings to behead someone. So the idea was you were always cutting heads off, and that didn't always happen either, and that's a whole other list of issues. But I don't remember when the experiment took place. I think it was in the late 1700s. Like right. 1780s, 1790s. Yeah, but, and, uh, and their whole thing was to like blink, right? Well, like not just blink. Like this one dude just kept calling out the the dude's name after he was beheaded and just watched. And he said his eyes would like open up and try to find who said his name. Oh wow. Um, and on, I mean, there's not the greatest of averages here, but they said your brain can continue to be functional from four to thirty seconds after your beheading. And he like this that particular thing isn't the only one. They have other accounts, but it's all like rumors and hearsay of I don't and again I don't have it in front of me and I need I'll find it later. Um but a woman was beheaded and I guess somebody in the crowd was so angry at her that he went, picked the head up and slapped her in the face on both sides, and they said that her face be had became angry at being slapped <laughs> dude, can now you like imagine, i dude, like at like the disrespect i was just beheaded i'm obviously dead you're gonna slap yep. me like obviously i'm gonna be mad well <laughs> like i would be upset and and like i said with with those other uh experiments that happened she clearly felt it and so she got angry and she made an angry face. And from my understanding, she even tried to say something, but there's, you know, obviously you'll never know. Yeah, your vocal cords have been severed and you can't get air to fast. Yeah, you can't push air through it. Like your mouth can move all you want, but there's no, there's no way to actually put a message out there unless yeah. somebody reads lips super well. Yes. Fun fact the guillotine, I believe, was used. In in this in the nineteenth or the twentieth century, so the nineteen the last time 19, was actually in the nineteen hundred seventy seven. Yeah, 
I knew it was that recent. Oh, 1977? Yeah. That's like... 1977 was the last known use in France. In France, of course. France. But it was the last known use in France. Uh, yeah, I, I, I read the story about it earlier. I forget the details. It was... Um, let me see if I can find it again real quick. Um... Here it is. Yeah. Uh, it was a guy named Hamida. Yep. John Ubi. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, that's better than I could have done. <laughs> he was the last person executed in the Western world by guillotine. Um, he was alleged to have basically human trafficked a woman named Elizabeth Busquet. Um, he, yeah, he apparently found her and, oh, it got worse. Never mind. Um, <laughs> he, ooh, he tried to force her into prostitution, then eventually, uh, forced two other young girls into prostitution, then got out and killed her, the oh, original God. woman. Um, and also mutilated the body in a little bit of a way. So it was really, really bad and really grotesque. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so he was executed by guillotine in 1977. In 1981, capital punishment as a whole was abolished in France. Really? Yep. So all, all capital punishment, huh? That's super interesting. I mean, there there's also um, Braveheart, uh, William Wallace. Oh, where he was tortured and then drawn and quartered? Yep, he was uh, drawn, quartered, uh, he was uh, castrated, and then beheaded. And then all of his... Oh, and then he was also... what? Are the, what's it called? Um, his organs were, were taken out. Uh, oh, disemboweled. Disemboweled. Uh, and then his uh, different pieces were, were sent, mailed to different areas of of Scotland, just, just kind of this, you know, that's that's more of a famous one because of the movie Braveheart. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it it happened quite often. Um, and I mean, that's that was all done in uh, what ended up being a huge backfire in the face of trying to stop a rebellion, and it just made it worse. Yeah, and so that those are more like. Oh, well, there's one more that I kind of want to talk about uh, because it's it's kind of older and all this stuff. The one that, that you mentioned earlier, um, the boat. Oh, yeah, that that thing is scary, in my opinion. So yeah. uh, that's fucking terrifying. Four, 401 BC. They uh, would. It's a, lot, it's a lot older. They would take the person down to a body of water um they would put one boat in the water they would then be instructed to get in the boat themselves they would have to leave their arms and legs outside of the boat and i'm not sure about their head their head it didn't well. yeah. okay oh that's right yeah, yeah yeah they did have to do that and uh i believe they also had rats in the boat yeah it, um, it, it uh, varied it um, did vary 
This is just one of the ones I heard about that was probably a bit more brutal. Um, and then they slathered their arms, legs, and face with uh, milk and honey mm-hmm. to attract insects to to bite them. Yeah. And so, and also force feed them, I believe, as well, yeah. to force them to have diarrhea in the boat yeah. so that they, they couldn't get out of. They would tie these people down to this boat. Uh, it would be a stag. So like some more just like little details, it would be a stagnant, uh, uh, area of water. So it wouldn't necessarily be flowing water. It would be Correct. Just stagnant. So, you know, it's, it's filled with mosquitoes, flies, all sorts of biting just insects, like man. In- insects in general. They would force feed these, uh, people honey and milk until they vomited and defecated on themselves while tied down to this boat, the boat would be pushed out into into water with them covered in, in honey. And over time, uh, the insects would, would crawl in. They would go into their orifices. They would go into their skin. They would be yep. riddled with, with maggots and uh, kind of eaten alive. Uh, yep, a lot yep. of a lot of people described how they would be bitten by ants, thousands of ants throughout their entire yep. body. Uh, I think that uh, there's an instance of one person surviving for up to two weeks. Oh, yeah. So the the example I found of it was that one that you're talking about. Oh, it was, was a cool. it was a I believe Greek soldier named Mithridates who killed the king's younger brother in a failed revolution attempt. And yeah, he survived 17 days in the boats. So 17 days, dude, just out there. Uh, Usually their eyes would be, obviously, uh, they would go blind because the insects would get into their eyes. Oh, yeah. Um, So the, their... It, it, it sounds horrible, dude. It sounds like something straight out of yeah. a, a horror movie. Um, but that one that one kind of goes hand in hand with another one I know of, of the rats. Yeah, so because they, then the idea is while you're having diarrhea in the boat, the rats fucking panic because they're also trapped in an enclosed space. Yeah. Well, and they, they're looking for a way out, and you're soft and squishy. The... The, the one I'm talking about with the rats is where they they tie, they put like a bucket on you with rats inside, usually in the stomach, and then they heat the bucket. Oh. And so with the heat uh, causing the rats to panic, they start burrowing into the victim or the, the person that they're executing. And as they burrow, obviously you're being torn, torn apart from the inside. Uh, yep. Usually people would just die of the shock. Um, but, you know, that's another form of execution that would happen. Uh, I forgot about that when I saw that in a movie. Yeah. And, and I don't remember what it was. but I, There was one very similar to that used in Rome called the sack. Yep. Yeah. Where they would literally tie you up in a sack with like something like a snake, a chicken, a dog. There's even examples of them putting an ape. Yeah, yeah, yeah the I saw thing. that, and I'm like, yeah. you're dead. You're and they're just throwing you in the river, and you float down the river in a sack with a panicking animal. Yeah, with the different panicking animals. I, I heard that they put them all in there. I was like, man, that's hard to that's do. That's what I saw, too. 
I but I, I I don't know if that's like possible to do. Out of curiosity, did we all pull up the thing that says "ouch"? Eight of the most brutal execution methods from the ancient world. Hundred yeah, percent. Okay. Well, no, I I uh, also. <laughs> I mean, Whoa. I pulled up other things, but at one point I was reading something and Ring started reading it in the exact same wordage. And I was <laughs> like, oh yeah, we're both looking at this right oh, now. Oh yeah. I got... <laughs> yeah I, um, I got that one. I got uh, a couple others pulled up. Uh, so, I did find one that, again, getting to just the what the fuck people my uh, mindset mm-hmm. called the I don't know how to pronounce the German word for it, so Uh-oh. Swedish drink. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, apparently, this was a punishment or death penalty used during the Thirty Years' War. Swedish troops would do this to German victims. Oh my god. They would tie you down and yeah. funnel into your mouth and force-feed you any number of terrifying liquids... Such as urine, diarrhea, manure, or just general sewage. Oh. Say, yeah, no. (laughs) And so, if you were lucky, they would do it to the point where it caused your bowels to explode and you would die from sepsis. Oh my god. If you were unlucky, they would fill you with just enough that you got to sit there and develop horrible bacterial infections and die. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. That's, that's horrible. It is fucking terrifying. Its name yeah, is like, I... uh, it's like Svitrunk or okay. something like that. So, oh my god. <laughs> that's crazy. It's there, terrifying. There's one that I uh, same same idea. They take a tube, but they shove it up your ass, mm. and then they they uh, they have rats <laughs> crawl. Animal. So yeah, but they have rats crawl up there and tear themselves out from the inside of you of you. So I've heard of that one, but there was one instance where the, it was said that they would put spiders up there, oh, no. and then oh my god. god. And so it, it, it's, bro. What's wrong saying. with people? <laughs> oh, creepy crawlies. <laughs> creepy crawlies. Yeah. Um, Super barbaric, obviously. It's just. Well, so, like, <laughs> as a quick side note, what did those poor rats do to anyone? Uh, they know. were rats. Yeah. They were hey, the common animal hey. easily found. No, hey, that's all it was. That's you're talking all to was. your friend no, called. It, it, I it was, know. It wasn't just because they were the most common. Rats have one of the most powerful bites of a rodent. Mm-hmm. Like they do it. have they do do Rodney. have some powerful little little bites on them so um remember that rick i got a powerful bite i i, I, I remember <laughs> so it i know test <laughs> no thank you don't want to be uh, bit like that but th- these are some some of the older methods obviously we haven't we we've we've evolved with the times and some of oh, the, yeah. like, the <laughs> But even some of the more recent methods are sometimes a little uh, brutal, dude. When you think about, for example, the electric chair, there are so many dude. examples of the electric chair being being botched completely. Mm-hmm. Because oh yeah, it, it's it's just as simple as sometimes electricity does what electricity gonna do, and it uh if it if it's not perfect the way you know you you got to have a grounded um 
you know, person with, with like the sponge. You remember the sponge from Green Mile? Yeah, yeah. that's a real thing that happened. Like, yeah. so that, sometimes they, the sponge wouldn't be wet enough. It's it like, be all right, how do you fuck you, that you up? Gotta have, or else, because the, 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 the thing is, the electricity is going to want to escape, right? So it, yep. it arcs through your body, and uh, there's there's a lot of times where that arc causes severe burning, like just mm-hmm. burn, uh, oh, pokes you absolutely. from the inside out, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's 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 one. I actually have uh, pulled up some of the botched ex- executions, just just in 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 general. Um, just kind of different methods. So we have hanging, uh, electrocution, lethal gas, lethal injection, firing squad, and all methods, right? Uh, hanging, uh, total, uh, um, let's see, what, when's this time period? Cause I want to get the, uh, so this is for 2014, uh, hanging 2,721 executions, 85 were botched. Uh, electrocutions 4,374, 84 were botched. God. Uh, lethal guy, uh, gas 593 executions, 32 uh, two were botched. Lethal injection, which I, I I was surprised by this. I thought lethal lethal injections would have like the lowest. Yeah. Oh no! I I can talk for hours about that shit. So, uh, one thousand and fifty-four lethal injections, seventy-five were botched. Uh, firing squad, thirty-four executions, zero, zero, (laughs) uh, botched uh firing squads. I thought that was super interesting. So the the what is this for? Is it just there's no way that's like so so I, I as someone who went out of their way to see one at one point in their life and I'd rather not to be honest not talk about it so so the period the... is from 19, 1890 to 2010 that's the those were the the numbers I just read off but um, this has got to be just for the US cuz there's way more yeah for the US yeah for the US all right so the reason there is a 0% botched execution rate for firing squad is the firing squad ready aim fire everybody pulls the trigger mm-hmm. there is then an officer with a doctor that calls whether or not somebody's dead if the doctor determines you are not dead the officer's job is to then pull his sidearm put the gun to your head and pull the trigger right so you can't you can't botch that at that point like you're going you're going to die so right. you know but like technically the botch part is when they didn't die from the initial volley but they don't right. they don't look well, at the, it that way the interesting thing with firing squads too is most of the time if you had five or six people firing only one of them has a bullet that that's what rough. Do you mean only one of them has a bullet so a lot of execution methods in the United States were conducted by different forms of people where you didn't want to live with this execution on your conscience. Oh, okay. I got you. So it wasn't so what they would bullets. do, was... right. They would bring out six shooters. One of them would have a bullet. The other five would have blanks so that oh. you didn't know if you were the person who killed them or not. See, I... Also, with with modern executions, it's a little different. 
But in older days, it wasn't necessarily a government person or a soldier or anything like that who was doing the execution. Yeah. They might have pulled random people from the street to have them conduct the execution. Really? Yep. Well, they huh. being an executioner, nobody wants that job. Yeah. Ex except for the craziest of the crazies. Right. Hmm. But, but as you were mentioning, uh, you know, lethal injection, there are so many problems with lethal injection as it is right now. Um, there are there have been reports of people surviving and describing just the agonizing pain they went through in the process um okay. because you get a cocktail of different drugs the first of which is a paralytic not a sedative as in you go to sleep a paralytic as in you're still fully awake and conscious you just can't move yeah the second one stops your heart when your heart stops you don't die instantly you suffer the pain of no longer oxygenating properly and basically suffocating yeah. while your entire body begins to ache and decompose around you. It may only take, you know, 30 seconds to a minute for you to die, <laughs> but it's agonizing. Yep. I will. Uh... I, in, in what... So, getting to the big question regarding death penalty... I support it in very, 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 very limited circumstances. I think we use it, well, we try to use it way too much. I think there are very limited circumstances where I think it's applicable. And I, I think, quite honestly, the easiest way to do it is a gun. Yeah. I mean, it is. Um, you just gotta hook it if, into the head. Well, I mean, at that point, you know, put the put the put the person who's gonna die in a room with a handgun with one bullet. In. Uh, I don't know about that, but I I get it because because uh, you would hope that they would use it on correctly and all that stuff. But I I don't know if I would trust. Uh, but anybody put him, just... put him in a concrete room with an iron door and just yeah, don't open the door. Yeah, you don't open the door. The only way out are look. You can they shoot have yourself. the option of shooting themselves or starving to death, to death or actually room. technically you would thirst to death first. But yeah, but that at that point that that's where it becomes inhumane, right? Because you're they more yeah. more likely than not most people don't just want an out like that. Uh, yep. They would rather live as as much as possible, even if they're in in confined spaces and all that stuff so they would probably a lot of them would would opt out to starving to death before you know the the actual shot um yeah it, it's super difficult to talk about because it's it's one of those things where like the death penalty is is weird because you do have instances where monsters of society because they do exist oh yeah need to be either incarcerated for their entire life or like you said the death penalty for example uh Dahmer he's more of a, a recent one he was uh he went through the, the the electric chair right so it's I when you you look at a monster like that the, the electric chair is like 
ideal, right? Because you you want to see justice, you want to see him gone from existence and all this stuff. So, um, it's just a. I think where where it kind of um, is a, a a weird topic in general, just because the like you guys said earlier, the the people conducting these uh executions that that weighs heavy on anybody it could weigh heavy on anybody just the, the idea even though you're doing doing a, your job and just trying to do the best you can it has to weigh heavy on somebody to take somebody else's life it, there's no way not to right unless you do have you know this uh, so, some sort of mental condition that, that lets you to be, uh, be able to do that without feeling anything. But, but even then, but then you need to not be the person doing it. Yeah, you know, so it's there's an ups and downs to it. Um, you know, that with with the firing squad that we were talking about earlier, there's there's one method I just kind of want to brief over real quick. Did you guys read about the, um, what are they called? The blasts, what are they called? Uh, blasting? I so execution by, by cannon. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, they would tie people to the front of a cannon and they would just light the cannon and yep. and let it do its thing um that was you know when, when, <laughs> it was blow brutal, a hole dude. for you yeah, yeah it's brutal and that one was is is more recent obviously um 19 1900s and stuff like that um oh do i do it what's that i found photos <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got somebody uh, talking about it. It says the prisoner is generally tied to a gun with yo. the upper part of the small of the back resting against the muscle. Uh, when the gun is fired, his head is seen to go straight up into the air some 40 or 50 feet. The arms fly off um, right and left high up into the air and fall at perhaps 100 yards distance. The legs drop to the ground beneath the muscle of the gun, and the body is literally blown away altogether. Not. <laughs> not so the only photo I found was was the gentleman being executed tied to the front of the cannon. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad for that at least. But I was yeah. just looking to read it. I saw the image. I was like, whoa. Yeah. So I remember. The good news. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I remember when I was reading something about that one, it again ties back to what we were talking about at the very beginning about kind of the religious undertones of some of these. That method of execution was used very frequently when England was colonizing India because it would destroy the body in a way that would make Hindu uh, burial rites impossible. Oh, yeah. shit. So That's it was crazy. intentionally used to make it so they could not be buried as to their own customs. Isn't that something that, that happened 
the same way with like uh, Osama bin Laden, where they mutilated the body in such a way that, like, intentionally. I don't know if that was Bin Laden. From what I understand, his body was basically uh, buried at sea. Yeah, but but it was buried at sea, and it it kind of broke the customs of their beliefs, right? Yeah, like and yeah, it was intentionally disposed of in a way that he could not receive a proper Muslim funeral. Right. Uh, yeah, that's that's that seems to be a theme, you know, just in in general. Um, I mean, that, it's, it's just a, such a heavy topic in general. Like once once you really get into it, like we've been talking about this for an hour. Oh, it feels like longer I, than that, just because yeah, of how brutal. <laughs> the, yeah, everything the, is, you know, and, this and, is the type of thing that as soon as we're done, I'm gonna go pour myself a glass of whiskey and hug ooh, my dog. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it's definitely one of the topics that we can, if there is one particular thing uh, that we want to go into a deeper dive in, we can. Um, in a different episode or something like that. I just quite wanted to kind of like gloss over the history uh, of, you know, these uh, executions, um, capital punishments and, and things like that, just because it, it kind of piqued my interest uh, for the week. And I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm peaked. <laughs> I think I think I, I got the information that I I uh, I wanted. You know, I don't know if I wanted this information honestly, but but I got it, and we're here. We I'm also a, a, a bigger <laughs> fan of talking about the old methods as opposed to talking about the stuff yeah. recently. Did, did you yeah. feel? Did you feel that? I, okay, I I was gonna say something about it, but honestly, like <laughs> I didn't know whether to mention it or not. As soon as we started talking about the modern methods, I I definitely felt a, a shift in and mm-hmm. oh uh, yeah and and just like the overall heaviness of it, right? Because when you're talking about older methods and like things that they used to do, it's super like oh it's in the past. We could never be as barbaric as in the past, you know. It's it's whoa look at what they used to do. When you start think uh, talking about things that happen in, in modern times, it just feels icky because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if icky is the right word. It feels it's heavier, right? Because you start noticing the fact that it's still a thing. And even if mm-hmm. we do, like, like I said, even if in certain instances it feels like the right thing to do it still feels very it's a it's a human life right and for those who value human life like we do uh it still feels very heavy uh yeah i mean you're not wrong and it gets it gets weirder too because it's one of those things where death by firing squad is still a thing that can happen here in the u.s right no, and and like I was saying earlier, like when I I read that crucifixions were still happening in Saudi Arabia, I was like, man, don't like don't. I mean, that country, 
And don't get me okay. wrong, it's not that country. It's yeah. the Middle East in general. Right, but but the fact that they they're they're there is what feels weird. And you know, it, it's just one of those things where it kind of like we're talking about right now when we talk about modern time um, executions, it fe- it has a different heavy feeling, right? Yeah. And so, so even though it's a, a different area of the world uh, entirely, it's still modern time. Yeah. And, and that's. I what, mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. So as just out of curiosity, I looked up, you know, capital punishment in Georgia, which is the state that I live in. Yep. It can only happen for three charges in the state of Georgia treason the hijacking of an aircraft and murder when there are specific aggravating circumstances i read through those aggravating circumstances and i want to state that i'm offended because they're not that all that aggravating no 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 so i'm a public defender one of them is the murder of a judge former judge district attorney solicitor solicitor general or former district attorney, solicitor, or solicitor general, during or because of their official duties. Why are we not included there? Yeah, right, like, public defender. Is, so you, you can murder us and get away with it, but if you murder a DA, you get the death penalty? Fuck you. <laughs> I want to be added too. <laughs> yeah, right. I want people to die because of... Never mind. No, no, yeah, no, whoa, wait, whoa, wait whoa. A second. Oh. We're getting darker. We're getting darker. Yeah, no. But like, what the fuck? I don't know. Why why are we not included there? You don't care if we die? I I honestly I don't, I I have no idea what <laughs> when it comes to that kind of stuff, usually when you hear the death penalty come up, it's it, it's because it got to the point where the death penalty is an option, right? Like uh, that's <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, right? right? Um and it's and, also like I will say in Georgia at least. It is difficult to get the death penalty right yeah like like, like there are crazy. there are only there are 38 people on death row in georgia right now yeah there hasn't been an execution in about two and a half years yeah it, it can only be done through lethal injection yeah and there's a massive appeals process the entire jury has to agree on it. If a single jury member says no, it's a life sentence instead. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, you have to do something heinous and then be and have you, everybody you have agree it's so heinous. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, but, but yeah, that's yeah. that's what I was saying about the firing squad. Like I'm here in South Carolina and as of last year, because everybody was having a hard time getting lethal injection drugs. Uh, they made firing squad an option for a prisoner to choose. Um, so you could be if, with without lethal injection drugs, you can be electrocuted or firing squad. Yeah, I, that's rough, dude. Because yep. sometimes, uh, like like I said, I have I've read a couple of these uh, botched um, yeah. executions, and I mean they're not old at all. There was one. Joe, don't- What's that? Be careful of that rabbit hole, sir. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm, I probably won't go into it too much. I'll just like glaze over, it, not mention any like names or anything like that. But uh, like for example, one that I read was uh, somebody that was under lethal injection 
but the the because they had done drugs in the past and all this stuff, the dosage was was weird for them. <laughs> so the on the table they were convulsing and uh, you know shaking and doing all these sorts of like just very horrific, obviously horrific movements and stuff like that. And so everybody that was there was reported to have felt like for a couple of days like zombies. Uh, you know, just kind of felt really like traumatized by by witnessing what they witnessed. You know, the reporters that were there um, for this execution, just in general. Um, you know, and then obviously the the electric chair has been known to botch things. Uh, yeah. People burning from the inside uh, and all this stuff. So, and firing squad almost seems like. Even though it's a little, seems a little bit more barbaric. It almost seems more. Um, well, you know, but but that's the problem humane. with firing squad, is you got to hope somebody hits you lethally, because if they don't, now you're sitting there, with bleeding out. You know. Right, but yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's I, brutal I mean, we, too. We like. Have, we have te- modern technology. Can we program like a robot to fire a weapon? <laughs> I mean, not even you not know, even like... a weapon. You can you can just set them up in a room and have a spike just go through their head real quick. Oh you my know? god! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, <laughs> Rick. Not but I'm saying the, the, head, the head lives. The head lives. <laughs> no, you go through the brain. If you destroy the brain, yeah. you don't feel anything. Eh, like that that's the true. trick. That is true. Okay, Rick. Uh, <laughs> Rick I'm just saying, if you want to be as humane as possible that's about true. killing I mean, someone, destroy thing, the like, brain as fast as possible. That's, yeah, I, I feel you. I, I understand where you're coming from. It's just so... Like, it looks brutal from the other side, but I guarantee you they felt less than Firing Squad. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I feel you. It's, it's, it's rough. All around, rough. And, uh, just and if you are trying to make things painless, man. knock the criminal out first. But, but that's whoever's the thing. being executed. You'll, you'll talk to some people, and they don't care about the pain that the the uh, criminal. Yeah, they right? they wanted and, to be painful, and I do understand that too. Yeah, my my thing is this: so with with lethal injection in general, there's another conversation happening in the United States about doctor-assisted suicide. Yeah. yeah. Of just pumping someone full of morphine until they slip away peacefully. Yep. Why isn't that the lethal injection? Just strap them to a table, shove a shit ton of morphine in their arm, they pass away peacefully, bam, you're good. I, it's a lethal injection, and it's actually peaceful and humane. Why aren't we just doing that? Well, I... So again, going back to what Joe was saying, I don't necessarily think that's what people want. Like, there has to be some kind of suffering on a criminal's part who's yeah. done enough to warrant it, a death penalty. That's what that's what it comes down to, right? So we we're in the modern era where we want modern society and you know the the evolution of just cities and you know everything around us. But we we still hold on to some semblance of bar, you know, of of revenge and and wanting 
uh, pain to be suffered by those who, you know, eye for an eye, those who caused us pain need to suffer for what they did. And, (laughs) you know, that's, that's a a tale as old as time, I guess, you know, when we talk about all these things that used to happen, but people still want those things today, but, but we still want to become civilized. Uh, it's crazy. You know, it's just, it's sad sad to see almost, you know, like, um, that, that we're, we're still, I guess, struggling with this portion of humanity because if we're ever going to move forward i believe that we we do need to start letting some of those things pass away with time right like i I mean because i agree with 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 uh mouse i think a bunch of morphine and it's done right either yeah i mean i i'm with you guys like i don't i don't the dude's been incarcerated the rest of their life. They've, yeah. they've had no, they basically had no contact with the outside world. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't care if they suffer anymore. They need to just not be on the planet anymore for the things they've done. Right. So I'm a hundred percent. Like taking, taking kind of the human element out of it. You've also got to look at the fact that you're now having to pay to house, feed, medically take care of these people. Yep. When, you know, I mean, I can find the figure real quick. But I, someone did the math about how much keeping I, someone on death row know, costs. I, I was trying to do my best not to put on my tinfoil hat, but I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat real quick. And I'm going to say privatized prisons are a booming business. That, Dude, don't get me started no... on like that's a whole <laughs> fucking that, thing that, that I will they, join you on. Hey, they—that's the thing. Private... We we could do a whole episode about privatized prisons. Hey, so it's it's a business, right? At the end mm-hmm. of the day, they're making money, and the the people who own those businesses are the same people lobbying against the legalization of recreational drugs. Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's what's getting. That's what's that's, keeping. That's what's filling their jails. See, like I said, I can. I can go. Mm-hmm. By the I way, I did. I did find out. Uh, housing a death row inmate costs around ninety thousand a year per inmate. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Well, well, and I don't well, okay, mean okay, no, okay. it doesn't. No, as that's no. the statistic. I'm saying that private. Uh, that privately run prison is claiming that so they can get that much. Right. Yeah. Where, they, but they my don't thing spend is... that much on them. And and sometimes no. pr- don't prisoners, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm ever wrong, correct me, please. Don't they uh, have them work, like doing simple jobs and. and oh, absolutely. Well, don't, probably don't... not death row, though, right? Uh, I don't know. Death row, I that, think it... you're pretty much in your cell chilling. Solitude? Yeah, solitary confinement is 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 a whole whole thing too. Like, is that isn't that like <laughs> when we when we talk Google other stuff? Yeah, solitary <laughs> solitary confinement is, is such an interesting thing too because when we talk about humane putting somebody putting somebody in solitude isn't is. <laughs> Even though they, yeah. they, they sometimes they deserve it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they, I mean, there's a lot of innocent people in jail, but like solitary confinement in its own right is a huge punishment. 
you know, uh, humans are social creatures. And when you take that away, the human mind does not react well. <laughs> it's just been proven over and over again. If you're in, in any sort of situation where you're cut off from, from people in general, you go crazy. Yeah. But yep. And by the way, uh, in general, prisoners are in sol uh, death row prisoners are in solitary. Yeah. Uh, Just all the time. I mean, that sounds sounds about right. I mean, but they can't be trusted around other people, right? At that. Oh, I mean, I, I was looking up something to do the comparison. I was talking about. It costs about ninety thousand dollars allegedly to house a death row inmate. A forty-five ACP bullet costs fifty-two cents. Just. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Just throwing that out. Yeah. Yeah. Just throwing uh, it, that out there. I mean... But again, who do you get to pull the trigger? Right. And, Someone else on death row. And, and, <laughs> it, and it would be too... It would be too quick, right? So Sorry, that's... That a, that's, that's <laughs> I mean, I don't... About some of these executions and, and people on death row is they could spend years, years on death row. And... Well, and the other problem is, is like... I, it doesn't happen very often, specifically with death row stuff. But sometimes you got the wrong person. Yeah, no, it. it and that's, that, that's that's why they give them so long, you know. Yeah, that's exactly right. Sometimes but, you do. There's there is a lot of innocent people in jail. That's that's for sure. Yeah. That's that's not debatable. That's that's just facts. That's. Um, but yeah, do away with privatized prison though. That shit should only be run by the government. I, I and want then you, you to know. As a public defender, how tempted I was to go. Eh. When you said there's a lot of innocent people in jail. No, there's definitely a lot I of mean, people in need. There, of no, there, there are. There are <laughs> a lot of innocent wise, people in not jail. Not percentage wise. No, no, no. There are a lot of innocent people in jail. The cynic in me was just like, well, <laughs> you know. No, I, and I feel you too, because I've seen, I've seen the darkest side of. of uh, of people as well and i know that some people just need to be away from other people they just do not interact well and that's just the way it is you know there's there's no way way around it um but i mean I, the, there's well, it doesn't mean you give up on people but at the same time if you know somebody's going to cause harm to others yeah and they're known to cause harm to others <clears throat> they don't need to be around people that's just the way that, that it, it, it is. And I don't know. I, I, we we, we kind of went off on a tangent about prisons. And, and I get it. It's, it's a big... Well, it's, it's such an integral part. part of that discussion. Because yeah. out there, a lot of the argument for and against the death penalty probably plays into that as well. You know? Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, what what crimes are are suitable in our modern age for the death penalty? Death penalty, war crimes. I'm there. Oh, war crimes, absolutely. Um, terrorism. I'm there. Yep. You know, uh, mass murder. I'm there. School shootings. I'm there. See, you know, I put it, both it, like, those once, in the terrorism. Once, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's definitely terrorism. It's, it's just one of those things. It's like you, we're talking about the death penalty with just the, a broad, a broad scope, not knowing the individual story. 
So we don't know what the the person did to deserve the the death penalty or did or didn't do. Um, but once you start getting into uh, like an itemized this person or this person and their story and their trial and their you know uh, evidence and everything that leads up to it, then you can start more adequately being like, yeah, they they need to they need to go like that's not this person has defied the laws of society and they got to go you know yep. if, if we don't have these laws if we don't have uh a sense of um i guess like if we don't have punishment for those things it's kind of like louis ck joked one time which I mean, he, he's joking, but I, I kind of see the, the truth in it. If there was no laws for murder, there would be so much murder. Yeah. You know, if, if there was no nothing preventing you from murdering, you would just do it as, yeah, as, exactly. a, as a routine. Because that's that's the one thing keeping you away well, from it, right? Well, obviously there's other things like human compassion, empathy, all these things as a human experience is, are, are definitely there. Morals, they're all there. But you're not telling me that in the heat of a moment, if there were no laws saying you, you're, you're going to prison for the rest of your life, probably going to end up in death row, you're not telling me that, that or convincing me otherwise that people would just do it. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, it's, it goes it goes back to that old saying locks only keep honest people out laws only keep honest people from committing heinous acts yeah. like they understand that if they were to do this there's a good chance they'll get caught and there's a good chance they'll go away for a very long time if not be executed depending on how heinous their crimes crimes were yeah yeah when when I was in law school we had to take a class called jurisprudence which largely focused on old school legal theory, you know, John Locke, uh, Thomas Hobbes, things like that. And one of the prevalent theories in all of that, um, specifically in, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, a French theorist by the name of Rousseau, I forget his first name. There was this whole development of the social contract and how the way a society works is I want to have a roof over my house. I want to have food. I want to be protected from other people. That's a lot for just me to do. So in order for me to make that happen, I get together with you both and say, hey, let's all three of us do this together. I'll be responsible for food. Joe, you're responsible for building the house. Rig, you're responsible for keeping us all safe. And that's how civilization and society form, but we're inherently giving up some of our own rights and trust to each other, so we have to find ways to protect those. And that's where all these laws pop up from, of just, oh, hey, we all exist in a society where we trust you not to do these things. When you do these things, that's offensive and you need to be punished. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I mean, that... That's, that's why anar anarchy doesn't work as well. 
Anarchy! Like, Anarchy! I don't know that, what that means, but that, I love it. That that jumps into kind of what Joe was talking about, of like, the reason we have to form these groups and these societies and talk about it, this is because one-on-one, man will do what they need to get what they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In in the situation where I'm living on my own, you know, out in the wilderness, absolutely. If there are no laws and I am starving, I need food, and you encounter someone else who has food, you kill that person and take their food. That's survival instinct. That's animal behavior. Yep. When you rise above that into a society, you have to create laws that prevent that or you will never be a true civilization. Right. And, if and, I can walk down the street, see a dude driving a Mercedes, and be like, "Ooh, you know what? I want that," so I kill him and take it, th- that society's never going to work. Yeah. Wouldn't. And and that's the uh, the important thing of having these types of conversations and looking back at where we were and and where we've come and kind of, um, I guess, spreading the collective unconscious into seeing into creating a better system or a better understanding of, you know, what we do have and what we had, you know, it's important altogether to look at the past, look at the present and learn from the past, but also work to create something better, something that works for everybody, something that is more, um, civil, you know, at the end of the day, that's where we're, we're headed, right? Because it, it's one of those things where, like, there's, when, when we're creating these technologies that we do have, that have this massive impact on the world and everything that's in it, um, if we do not have a civil society, it will crumble and destroy itself, Right? If we don't come to an understanding within the entire world and move forward throughout the entire world, not just, you know, the U.S. and China does their thing. If we don't come to an understanding altogether, then war is going to always happen. And with the destructive power that we do possess, it wouldn't end well. You know, it would just be the extinction of society as a whole. And we'd have to either start all over or just be done. Uh, and every society, uh, I believe that every uh, intelligent society would have to come to that conclusion, right? I mean, I would, I would hope so. I mean, that's that's going to be the trick in the long run. Like, you you have to blend all of our different societies on the planet together. Like, that's going to be the trick. Yeah. I, I don't know how we go about doing that, but the moment we can do that, the moment we can all move forward as a single species, we, for, and do we form the uh, the one world order. No, yeah, <laughs> see, uh, exactly. <laughs> now you're on my page. No, but, see, yeah, the, we the, we already have the one world order. Hi, Steve. The Illuminati. The Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. See, that that's a, the one thing that um, I grew up around a, a, a very Christian, like, not household, just a group in general, a very Christian background. So whenever I talk about these things, it's I still get this feeling of, like, 
when I talk about the whole world coming together, it's such an intrinsic, like, feeling of, like, yeah, but that's, like, the one world order, and that means that the the world's gonna end, or it's the end times, or stuff like that, because it was so, <laughs> it was so ingrained in me, uh, from the beginning, right, or from, from just church and ease, and stuff like that, but honestly, like, it's not a bad thing to be all under one understanding, right, but, correct, oh man, but it, it is definitely one of those things where, if some of my, uh, Christian buddies, or, you know, friends that i have that, that were in that group heard me say that they'd be like joe's lost his way he does not understand the way of, of satan oh do you, <laughs> do you want to mess with him no 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 that's not okay not, I'm, just, I'm just mentioning because i i, I did I, it did bring back that feeling when i was talking about it i was like man this, that's this, fair this brings back some some memories I, i'll tell you about that after the podcast yeah it's all good Alrighty. Do you guys have any more less 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 little uh tidbits or or anything else? Love like each other and don't kill each other. Right, right, right. Uh as I said in the beginning, man's imagination for brutality is unlimited. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I mean it's true as we've proven. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's true. That that's what we started with, and that's what we'll end with. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll we'll continue to to bring these episodes out as we uh, as this podcast evolves and new ideas come. And and uh, if you do have any ideas for us, join the Discord. Uh, join uh, the Twitch family that we do we do stream. Um, so, yeah, just find us on other social media platforms. It's the same screen name, Eldritch T. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Until next time.